following program is brought to you by B-Plus Player Radio. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests therein and do not necessarily reflect the views of this network, our affiliates, or our sponsors. For more information, please visit us on Facebook and Twitter at B-Plus Radio. And now, it's showtime, folks! Are you ready? A Shot of Wrestling. Episode 176. And away we go. Welcome to episode 176 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host at Michael J. Buddy. We've got a big show lined up for you tonight. Just a matter of moments later on in the show, we're going to come to you live from the Bronx, New York, for BCW's 25 and counting. What a great card that is shaping up to be. You got the first round of the tag team tournament to crown the first tag team champions in BCW history with Bear Country going against the PCA and the East Coast Syndicate going against the Rep. Sebastian Cage going against T.J. Marconi. The current King of the Monsters, Billy Brath, going against Dan Moff. And the second qualifier for the King of the Monsters match, got Joe Gacy, Pro Wrestling's Maniac, going against the Meadowlands Monster, T.J. Boss, and the crazy, insane Joshua Cutshaw. So it's going to be a great night of action. Looking forward to that. We're over there getting set up. So pretty soon, we'll throw it over there. And covering the PCW's 25th show, 25 and counting, now, at this rate, there's going to be many, many, many more. So, looking forward to that. Before we get to that show, let's start this show. Like, we always start this show. This week's wrestling replay. SummerSlam, August 11th, 2019, at the Social Bank Arena in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, in front of a crowd of 16,904. Becky Lynch defeated Natalia in a submission match to retain the Raw Women's Championship in 12 minutes, 35 seconds. Goldberg defeated Dolph Ziggler in 1 minute, 50 seconds. AJ Styles defeated Ricochet to retain the United States Championship in 13 minutes even. Bailey defeated Ember Moon to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship in 10 minutes even. Kevin Owens defeated Shane McMahon in 9 minutes 20 seconds. Charlotte Flair defeated Trish Stratus in 16 minutes 40 seconds. Kofi Kingston and Randy Orton ended in a double countout in official time of 16 minutes 45 seconds. The Fiend Bray Wyatt defeated Finn Balor in 3 minutes 25 seconds. And in your main event, Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar to win the Universal Championship in 13 minutes 25 seconds. That was SummerSlam 2019. Now, for nothing, pretty good show. Pretty good show, top to bottom. Good matches. You got Trish Stratus and Charlotte Flair in that great women's match, which is pretty much just Trish Stratus' last match again. I guess she was tying for her second time. Of course, I think everyone talking about the Fiend debut. People were wondering what would it be, how would it come across. You got what we got. It was pretty cool. And just another long entrance. We just kind of got rid of The Undertaker. Now we're getting another long, drawn-out, boring entrance. Ugh, great. It was cool, though. The remix of his old theme. He's still got the fireflies, that lantern. It's kind of cool. But yeah, everyone's loving The Fiend. All everybody was talking about The Fiend. And what was the point of Brock Lesnar winning the money in the bank? I didn't see this coming. I don't think many people saw this coming. Brock Lesnar 
cashed it in a month later and lost the title a month later? I mean, what was the point of him winning it in the first place then? So many other people could use the briefcase, Mo Joe, give the Cesaro maybe. Two names come to mind. Brock Lesnar, just what a waste of a money in the bank that was. Good match. Surprisingly good match. These guys work well together, but I just don't understand why he lost it. Why they give it to him in the first place? It makes no sense. That was SummerSlam. That's for me, I'm very excited. Not only for BCW, but I'm on vacation next two weeks. Off from work, off from the show, going to not have a care in the world for the next two weeks. It's going to be fantastic. De-stress, unwind, relax. Oh, man, can't wait. Just because I'm on vacation, the show still is going to go on. Mark Schwann and the Green Man will be presenting shows to you in the next two weeks. What they got cooking, I don't know. I'll be listening in just like you as a loyal listener. See what they can come up with. Wish them luck. Don't worry, friends. I'll be back in two weeks. Episode 179. I'll be back. So don't miss me too much. I had a busy week myself. A lot of stuff happened. Happy it's over. Looking forward to this vacation more than I have in any recent vacation. But I don't want to ramble on about my past week. I want to just cut to the chase, get to the news, so we can get to BCW. We got Faye Jackson putting her title on the line yet again against Christina Marie. For the first time ever, Yaya the Gifted One goes against Chris Dickinson, a match I am very much looking forward to. Those two big powerhouses going one-on-one for the first time. That should be a great match. So while we wait for that show to start, let's move on to the news. It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty. Let's get into some news. We're almost ready to go over there in the Bronx, New York. During Raw, it was announced the King of the Ring tournament will be returning as a multi-week tournament across both Raw and SmackDown. With the finals taking place at Class of Champions in September. The first round, see Cesaro going against Samoa Joe, Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre, Cedric Alexander versus Sami Zayn, The Miz versus Baron Corbin, Kevin Owens versus Elias, Ali versus Buddy Murphy, Chad Gable versus Shelton Benjamin, and Apollo Crews versus Andrade. Good lineup, good participants. You got the return of Baron Corbin. We haven't seen him in a while. I assume Drew McIntyre, no other name jumps out at me. Drew McIntyre is a big name we see every week, but he's just been Chevy McMahon's stooge and lackey. I think this will give him another rejuvenated push. So, uh, Drew McIntyre, your next king of the ring. You heard it here first. I just missed the tournament all in one night. The pay-per-view used to have. I don't know why they got rid of that. I think we talked about it a while ago that Vince doesn't like tournaments for some weird reason. But I missed that pay-per-view with the king of the ring all in one night. First round, second round, third round. It kind of meant more if you won it. You didn't know who you're going to go against. You had to get, make sure you're in shape. Your stamina was ready, your preparedness was ready, and you proved to be king of the ring. Now these guys have weeks to prepare, blah, blah, blah. Bring back the one-night pay-per-view. Even as a WWE Network special. Doesn't have to be a pay-per-view. In other news, well, for weeks now, maybe months, rumors have been swirling about NXT moving over to Fox, or Fox Sports 1, more likely. Well, the new rumors going around is that NXT will land on the USA Network, not Fox. Dave Meltzer is reporting the show will be at two hours from 8 to 10 on the USA Network Wednesday nights. WWE is reportedly keen to stay one step ahead of AEW and have NXT debut on USA a week or two before AEW debuts on TNT. Now, the reason they picked USA over Fox is because they can schedule the broadcast better. On Fox, they would have to be conflict with other sporting events. The World Series, for one, comes to mind. So, yeah, NXT is coming two hours live bi-weekly on the USA Network. See how that plans out. 
the war is now, I guess, officially starting. Smart move going a couple weeks ahead of time, but you know everyone's going to jump on to the debut of AEW. So I'm going to give AEW a couple weeks, maybe maybe two months to plateau, and uh, that's when the real war between AEW and NXT will start. We'll keep an eye on that. Looking forward to it. In other news, apparently WWE released this Firefly Funhouse playset. I haven't even heard of this thing. You guys hear about this? Well, the Firefly Funhouse playset sold out quickly on the WWE's website. Now it's being flipped for over five times the cost on some websites. This box contained card copies of the Funhouse set, as well as various characters from the show, sold out in mere hours. Only 500 boxes were made, and the WWE has claimed they won't be making any more making these places a hot collector's item. So if you get your hands on one, congratulations. Now what do you do? Do you open it up? Or do you let it sit in the box and collect dust? And hopefully go up in value? It was retailing for $39.99. Again, it was just cardboard cutouts of shit, so it would cost them a couple dollars to make. So big profit for them. But playsets have been found on eBay selling as much as $225, $249. So now that's crazy. I am not going to spend $250 on a couple cardboard cutouts. Are you? Let us know. Dial it up. 619-343-3005. Or if you have one, let us know how it is. Is it cool? As much as it can be? Curious to see how this playset is. You know, the news had some big signings over the week. Orange Cassidy officially signed with AEW. So congratulations to him. My girl Santana Garrett, former NWA World of Stardom and WOW World Champion. Signed with the WWE and is expected to start as part of the Performance Center class in September. So congratulations to her. Looking forward to following her career in the WWE. One name not signed yet. Uh, the WWE wants Rey Mysterio's son to step into the ring in the very near future. Dominic is only 21. Report of this has been training for a while now. Most recently in the Lance Storm Wrestling Academy, which is now closed. The WWE doesn't feel he's ready yet, but hopefully he will be in 2020. So why not sign on to the Performance Center? Isn't that what it's there for? To train these young guys to be ready? It's 21. Sign on to the NXT. Sign on to the Performance Center. See what happens. The Rock's daughter is also training in the Performance Center. Like for her name to be signed soon, hopefully. In other news, the first episode of Straight Up Steve Austin drew 1.211 million viewers and ranked number five in the 18 to 49 demographic. That's a big debut. Started with my man Rob Riggle. Love Rob Riggle. Great episode. Rob Riggle is hilarious. Every movie he's in, on Holy Moly. Check that out. So what a debut with Rob Riggle. Good get for him. The show ranked number five behind Raw. Love and Hip Hop. 90 Day Fiance and Below Deck. Haven't said Love and Hip Hop in a while. So he stopped doing the ratings. It's tied House Hunters for number 16 and overall for the night in the ratings. So that's pretty good. Congratulations to Stone Cold Steve Austin. And finally, in other news. After an extended summer showcase. Which players look to prove they belong in the XFL. The rosters are about to take shape. Talked about last week. Invitations went out for the draft in October. Well, Oliver Luck announced this week the first official signing of the XFL, quarterback Landry Jones. Luck said, and I quote, we are excited to welcome Landry to the XFL as our first player and first quarterback. He's an accomplished athlete with outstanding college credentials, pro experience, and his heart and desire to play football epitomizes the type of individual we want in the XFL. All right, congratulations to Landry Jones. Former fourth-round pick in the 2013 NFL Draft by the Steelers, where he played till 2017. From there, he joined the Jaguars and the Raiders. In 18 games with the University of Oklahoma, he threw eight touchdowns, over 1,300 yards, 
set Big 12 records for passing yards in 16,646, completions 1388, and touchdown passes 123. So he hasn't played football in two years, but all right. He's still in his prime. All right, guys, Landry Jones. Looking forward to where he lands. Looking forward to these names getting released. Looking forward to these logos, these jerseys. Come on. Sooner rather than later, it's coming. So if you're a fan of the XFL like myself and Mr. A.J. Pan, I'm assuming we'll be talking about it when I talk to him over there at BCW's 25 and counting. Looking forward to it. It's coming. Football's coming. So we're about ready to start over there in the Bronx, New York, or BCW's 25 and counting, but just enough time to come back with some cheers and heels. A Shot of Wrestling presents Cheers and Heels. We're getting some Cheers and Heels raw. We got Cheers Bobby Roode versus No Way Jose. First of all, I don't remember the last time I saw a whole, complete No Way Jose match start to end. But it's good to see two guys who barely get used at all, they have no storyline going on, getting an opportunity to showcase what they got. You rarely see that these days. Two guys have nothing going on in a complete match, uninterrupted. Good job. Hope to see more of Bobby Roode. I'm sorry, Robert Roode in the near future. And next, this is why I... What's it? Okay, I just being handed a note. Oh, okay, I don't know why they couldn't just call me, though. But anyway, just got a note. We're actually ready to go over at BCW earlier than expected. So uh, we're going to forego the rest of Cheers and Heels. Throw you right over to BCW. 25 and counting. Again, we're going to see... The ace that runs the play is going against Gabriel Sky, Vinny Pacifico. The first round to crown the new tag team champions will take place. The King of the Monsters qualifying. And in your main event, the war words will come to an end. Darius Carter will defend the BCW championship against Eric Jaden. Match I am looking forward to. Can't wait to see this one. See how this one plays out. So without any further ado, let's throw it over to St. Helena's Gym in the Bronx, New York, for BCW's 25 and counting. Take it away. All right, thanks, Michael J. Putty. Yeah, the crowd is just about finished filing in here. We are almost ready to go. Showtime's almost here. i got to tell you, there's a uh, certain electricity in the crowd right now. Atmosphere is intense. Everyone is looking forward to this match, the 25th show, 25 and counting of BCW. We've got a lot of great matches, like you said earlier tonight. I can't wait to start it off. Let's go. Here comes Shane. Right, folks, we're starting the night with a triple threat match. Vinny Pacifico, Gabriel Sky, and the ace that runs the place. Just too good. Ace Andrews. One half of the BWF two-man faction championships holders. It's going to be an action-packed, high-flying match. going to sit back, relax, and watch Ace Andrews do what he does best. Wow. Near fall after near fall after near fall, but look at this said, Picking up the victory. Ace Andrews. No surprise here. No surprise here. Pick up the victory. Ace Andrews. Oh. From behind. Gabriel Sky attacking Ace Andrews. His back was turned. This is uncalled for. This is, this is unnecessary. What's this about? He lost the match. Fair and square. Taking out on the hard-fought victor, Ace Andrews. Let's get some control here. Pretty Pacifico now coming to the ring. He's getting beaten by Gabriel Sky. What's going on here? What's Gabriel Sky's problem? You win some, you lose some. 
Not his fault. Ace Andrews is the better man tonight. Running the rest of the face. Knocks Ace Andrews down. Uncalled for. I don't know why these hands are clapping. This is despicable. Can you give someone to check on Ace Andrews, please? This guy's not moving. Uncalled for. Ah, he's not even done yet. Can we get somebody in the security out here? Can we get some help? Gabriel Scott going to the top rope. Ace Andrews in the landing zone. Gabriel Scott perched. Ah, oh, the stomp from the top rope. Right in the lungs of Ace Andrews. Ace gasping for it. Can we get some help now, please? This is ridiculous. Uncalled for. What's gotten to Gabriel Sky? I don't like it. Can someone check on Ace Andrews? Come on. Where's Big Cuzzle? When you need him? I don't know. I can be proud about that. Although he may not look like it, though. Let's get back to the action. Ace Andrews. Pulls out the victory in this hard-fought triple threat contest. Let's see what's next. Hope he's okay. All right, folks. Match number two. The first time ever. Yaya, the gifted one. Takes on Chris Dickinson. These two big, big bohemists of men. It's going to be a hard-fought contest. It's not going to be a technical matchup. It's not going to be a high-flying matchup. It's going to be brutal, brutal beatdown. I'm looking forward to it. Wow. What an impressive matchup that was. These two big men definitely brought it tonight. Hard-fought. Hard hitting. These guys are superplex off the top rope. Those are insurgery, flying head scissors. Yaya, beautiful, like six feet vertical standing drop kick. What a match. What a hard fought, brutal match. Wow. Love to see that again. It's the first time ever. Hopefully, it wasn't the last time. Wow. Great job by both men tonight. Yaya picked up the victory, though. Wow. Great match. How do you follow that? Those run here we go, match number three. An open challenge for the East Coast Wrestling Association Championship. Laid out by the current reigning defending champion, Joey Ace. Well, the boss man himself, Anthony Cole, came down and found the proper opponent for Joey Ace. The blessed Casey DeVar will make his return here to BCW. It'll be a great match. Looking forward to this. Joey! Well, and still ECWA heavyweight champion Joey Ace Joey Ace did not know what was coming out tonight and to give him credit was a hard fought matchup these both men fought back and forth Joey Ace spent a lot of time focusing on the right knee of Casey Navarro hits him with the brain buster goes to the top rope flies literally halfway across the ring catches beautifully with that flying elbow and uh, Casey couldn't get out so walking out, you're still a champion. Joey Ace with Mr. Pan, Governor Pan, celebrating in the middle of the ring. I say, how do you follow those two big bohemoths, Chris Dickerson and Yaya, with these two high flyers flying around the ring, and sometimes on the outside of the ring? What a great match. Hope Casey's okay. But congratulations to Joey Ace. Casey Navarro trying to challenge him for a rematch. So I guess the match restarted. Didn't fly from Miami for to get screwed over like that. But Joey Ace decided to turn his tail, tuck his tail and run. 
But Anthony Cole came out and uh, made the big announcement. Fight 4-3 next show, September 27th. It'll be Joey Ace going against Casey Navarro again for the ECWA Championship. Looking forward to that match. If it's anything like this one, I might steal the show. Here comes Shane. See what's next. Bell's wrong. Here we go. Match number four. The first match in the first round. They crowned the first ever BCW Tag Team Champions. We got Banger Country, Bronson, and Beefcake going against the PCA members, Rex Lawless, and Absolute Alvin Alvarez. AJ Penn, the governor, once again at ringside. So let's see how this match unfolds. Cool of advance to round number two. Wow. What a match. This is a brutal beatdown. At one point, uh, Bear Country had both members of PCA and a bear hug, and their manager didn't catch his name, came in the ring, and put AJ Penn in a bear hug. It was fantastic. But that wasn't enough. PCA pulled out the victory here. AJ Penn, two for two on the night. He must be loving life, although I might want to ice that back. But PCA advances to round number two. Bell's wrong. Here we go. Match number five. The second qualifier. The King of the Monsters match. The Meadowlands Monster. DJ Boss. Joshua Cutshaw. Straight out of the insane asylum. This guy's, this guy's accompanied by three other people. None of us can see those people except him. Coming out with a birdcage on his head. This guy is creeping me out. And, of course, Pro Essence Maniac. Good friend of the show, Joe Gacy. This one is going to be fun to watch. Let's see who advances to the, fi- to the finals. Jesus. We had everything here. We had chairs. People diving over the top rope. These big men diving over the top rope. And, of course, the door. We, had do- we, don't, we don't do tables here in BCW. We do doors. They're even harder to go through. Joe Gacy... Team with Mr. Cutshaw to send the big man Meadowlands Monsters through the door. Joe Gacy hits him with the springboard stunner. And Joe Gacy, Pro Wrestling's maniac, advancing to the finals of the King of the Monsters in December. And after this match, she might be my new favorite. Bills run, here we go. Match number six, skipping a commission. Too much action tonight. The Lit Superstar, Sebastian Cage, going against... The former BWF World Heavyweight Champion, TJ Marconi, public enemy number one. I mean, TJ towers over him. I think Sebastian Cage is the size of his left thigh. Let's see what Sebastian Cage muster right here. Wow. Wasn't expecting that much of a fight from Sebastian Cage. And by the look of the face, neither was TJ Marconi. DJ Marconi was beaten up pretty bad here tonight by the lit superstar. But the high-flying quickness of Sebastian Cage don't match for the mere power and athleticism of the big man, public enemy number one, TJ Marconi. Well, the glass half full here. Sebastian Cage now has a story to tell. Jake Fair in the middle of introducing Dan Moth. Billy Brass with a kick to the back of the head. It was a match starting with a cheap shot. Last time I saw Dan Moff was we took on Darius Carter. What a showing that was. Billy Brash, the current reigning and defending king of the monsters. And now just disrespecting Dan Moff's culture. Blowing his nose 
on the Puerto Rican flag headband Dan Moff was wearing. So Dan Moff is in for a brutal beating because Billy Branch has a uh, fire lit under his ass and uh, no respect holding him back. So see how this plays out. The roof just blew off this place. Everybody's standing on their feet. What a match. These guys fought tooth and nail. Inside the ring, outside the ring. Seemed like Billy Brash was one step ahead the whole match, but Dan Moff pulls out the victory. I mean, getting spat in the face. Might help the adrenaline on that one. Dan Moff with a brutal spear and the inverted attitude adjustment. The king of the monsters. Counting ceiling tiles. It's Dan Moff now. Victorious. This hard fought. Very hard fought contest. Dan Moff with a mother microphone in his hand. First of all, I'd like to see this. To all you young lions out there, when you call out the old dog, old, old dog. Who's from Jersey? But damn it, in between these ropes, I was born right here in New York, fucking city. When you call out an old dog like me, you better pack a lunch, brother, because it's all going to Now, hey. I give you credit. You called me out. I and this company's first monster. You won the tournament that I was not in. You may hold the trophy. Some parting words by Dan Moff. And a sign of respect to Billy Brash. 
We heard there. He ain't done with Darius Carter just yet. Got the introductions. Bell, not even wrong yet. Rep East Coast Syndicate. Attacking each other. All four men in the ring. Referee needs to get control here. The match hasn't even started yet. This is another first round matchup to crown the first PCW Tag Team Champions. Against East Coast Syndicate, Dominic De Niro, Chris Bard, the East Coast Syndicate going against the rep, David McCall, and Nate Carter. But, oh, the rep, Syndicate in the corner, whips each man to each other. Dosi do action. And the Syndicate now in control. But this match, again, hasn't even started yet. Syndicate seem to have the upper hand right now. Wow. Chris Bart with the big boot to Nate Carter. Sling blade knocks the rep down. Now the Syndicate turns their sights on David McCall of the rep. Again, folks, the bell hasn't rung yet. I don't think that. Oh. oh, there we go. Now the bell's rung. Chaos even before the match started. Prelude to see how the match goes. He wants it more. You heard Shane right. East Coast Syndicate picking up a brutal victory over the rep. I think they made a statement in that match, but the rep unable to overcome the brutal beatdown before these matches even started. But the East Coast Syndicate advance to round number two. One step closer to becoming the first ever BCW heavyweight tag team champions. And they're looking pretty good. Odds might be in their favor. What a match, though. Both, all four men now shaking hands in the middle of the ring. It's out of respect. Great sportsmanship shown. Again, East Coast Syndicate advanced to round number two. Bell's running. Here we go. Penultimate main event here. Match I'm looking forward to all night. Christina Marie, running from Albany, New York, taking on the beautiful, reigning, defending women's champion, Faye Jackson. Oh, let's sit back, relax, and watch this one. Get a little hot in here. Those are coming to Christina Marie. A for effort. But uh, again, Faye Jackson is proving her dominance here in the women's division here at BCW. Ah, beautiful, beautiful woman. I want to applause for words, but congratulations to her. That was a great match. She had to party with her afterwards. Bell's wrong. Here we go. It is time for your main event. Big fight feel here. St. Helena's gym. Eric Jaden, the sexy Saiyan Rose, going against wrestling, wrestling's richest prize, Darius Carter. Both men do not like each other. War of words here on this show, war of words on social media. Mark Schwann, my best friend and partner in crime, right ringside, along with the beautiful Queen Nia Kennedy. This match is not going to be pretty. This match is not going to be for the faint of heart. Look at Eric Jaden. Do the unthinkable and walk out. Eric Two Belts, the BCW and BWF World Heavyweight Championship, or Darius Carter reign and continue. Everyone is on the edge of their seat with anticipation of this match. This is going to 
Be one for the ages. Let's see how this goes. Wow. What just happened there? I don't even know. The East Coast Syndicate come down to help support their leader, the Sexy Zane. During the match, Darius Carter launches Marshawn headfirst into the steel ring post. And then he big boots Nia Kennedy right in the face. And just when Eric Jaden thought he had the match won, East Coast Saints punched the referee. Knocking the referee out. And then out of nowhere, the former BWF World Heavyweight Champion, TJ Marconi, comes in the ring and delivers uh, the big boot to Eric Jaden, knocking him out. Darius Carter picks up a lifeless. Eric Jaden hits him with his move and uh, picks up the victory. One, two, three. Here we are. Eric Jaden loses. And Darius Carter is now still your World Heavyweight Champion. Getting in the face of Riley Shepard, a commentary over there. What's going on? Chaos is erupting here. The governor trying to restore some order with Darius Carter. I don't know what the beef between him and Riley Shepard is. But both the referees are now knocked on the outside. I don't know. We need to get some help with the referees. Mark Schwann seems okay. Nia Kennedy seems okay. Ladies and gentlemen, as you exit, I just want to let you know that Fight for the Free will be here on Friday, September 27th at BCW Facebook. Oh, Eric Jaden now saying the East Coast Syndicate is dead to him, costing him the match. This is two shows in a row. East Coast Syndicate not on the same page as Eric Jaden. Oh, sh- war of words between four brothers here. What's what's happening here? I'm at a loss for words. But you heard Shane Ferris say we'll, we'll be back in September for Fight for it 3. All right, here with my best friend, Mark Schwann. Mark, how are you feeling tonight? What? Huh? What's going on? What happened out there, man? Dude, I was fucking, I was out cold. Next thing you know, Eric lost. I'm still trying to figure out what happened. Yeah, TJ Marconi came in and gave him a big boot. Now Eric has a story to tell. TJ fucking Marconi, once again, putting his face where it doesn't belong. I am sick of this. I am absolutely sick of this, buddy. How many, how many, how many times is Eric Jaden going to get screwed over? Eric had that match won. He did. It was really close. Derek Carter was this close to passing out. Oh, unbelievable, man. And then Derek just has the gall to put his, his hands on me. Are you feeling okay? No. Did you get checked out? I need to get checked out. I need to get checked out. I, I'm... Am I bleeding? I don't even know what's up. No, you got a little, you got a little walt. Do I really? God damn it, man. Big boot to Nia Kennedy right there. What, how's she doing? I miss her. I don't, I don't even know what happened. Next thing I, I, I'm coming to, and I see Nia's down. I hear the bell. I hear Eric Loss. I see, I, I see a East Coast Syndicate messing up with referees and everything. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't think anybody knows what's going on. I, I, I don't know, man. This is a crazy night. It's not the way we thought it was going to be. What happened here, boys, tonight? What's going on? What's the, what's the dissension? That's what I'm trying to find out. I don't even know what happened. ECS puts their nose where they don't belong. I mean, that's, that's what I heard. 
I didn't, I mean, I know they were, yeah, they were jumping in the ring. I think Jaden had the sleeper on him, and they were a little uh, presumptuous. You too. Next thing you know, I, I see you out there calling for a referee. What's up with that? I wanted to see a fair fight between Darius and Jay. I didn't like them getting involved. And they hit a referee. We can't have that. I'm sorry. We can't. They took out a referee, which I didn't understand the point of that because that's Wait, almost, that, that, could, that should have been a DQ. I didn't want to see Jaden get disqualified. Wait, kick ECS out then. Wait, I, I don't understand. You, you, you brought another referee, but you don't kick ECS out? They hit a referee. They, they hit a referee, yeah. They call for a DQ. Kick him out. So we Who's going to stop them? I'm not going to stop them. You call yourself the governor. You can't stop two guys that, that work for you? They don't work for me. They work for Anthony Cole. If it was up to me. Touche. Oh, and TJ Marcon? <laughs> uh, public enemy number one, Stone Cold White Claw. I'm here to laugh at uh, Mr. Mark over here. You he got thrown into the turnbuckle with full force by uh, Urkel, a.k.a. the... Um, the um, the current BCW world champion, the um, the placeholder world champion, the, the he threw you into the turnbuckle. How do you feel tonight? How's your face? Hey, how's your face? You go play interviewer now. This is what you're gonna do? I'm not playing interviewer. I'm just asking you a question. Listen, thank you, Mister Former BWF Champion. By the way, um, yeah, I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling fine. Thank you very much. And I hear that you interfered in the match. What, what are you doing? Sticking your nose where it doesn't belong once again. I didn't interfere. The referee was down. Um, there was an outnumbered situation. There was three of your Satsujin, Fujin, Ginzu squad, and one of Darius Carter. And I just, you know, I figured I'm like two men. So I helped Darius to make it three on three. And I, uh, I think it was not interfering. It was more of evening the odds. And wait a second. Didn't at the last uh, event that we had, T.J. Marconi stood tall after winning his King of the Monsters qualifying match and Eric Jaden tried to attack him from behind? I think I remember that. I think I remember that. I think it was like five of you who tried to jump me. I do remember that too. You guys are just, you guys are just playing with your conspiracy theories right now. And when, since when did you and Darius become butt buddies? Um, if you like look at any like photos from like 2011 yeah, to 2018... Uh, me and Darius Carter were uh, a faction known as Crusade for Change. I don't like the guy, but I don't like Jaden because he stole my BWF World Championship. Didn't steal. He didn't I, steal. I fought two people. I Thank you. Please. I, I beat two people. Then I got beat up by Grimace and Bobby Fishsticks. Then I got spiked on my head by Sebastian Stan. Then he cashed in a money in the whatever contract to win my championship. You, you, sorry, you forgot getting low blowed by the queen. Oh, I got low blowed by uh by the queen. So so, so September seventh, one on one, I'm gonna throw Jaden from one end of the ring to the other end of the ring outside of the Bronx building, inside the Bronx building. I'm gonna put him into the ceiling, make him a disco ball, and I'm gonna have a good time. Okay, that's what's gonna happen. Now you got a story to tell, Mark. Stop. You think you see this is what you think is going to happen, but it's not actually going to happen. The story that you can tell is the fact you're going to lose again. That's the story you can tell. Hold on, hold on. Tell me how this sounds. Ghost. I like the sound of that. Actually, TJ McKinney shutting his mouth and leaving. That's a great sound to me. Thank you, TJ. Thank you. Back to your argument about I heard Britney Spears. Yeah, we had, we had a discussion online. I said we would bring it here to uh, my good friend, Mr. Putty. Britney Spears and Ariana Grande. I said that she is this generation's Britney Spears. She's the pop princess right now. She's killing it. Monster bangers every time she releases one. She's like, what, four or five songs out now? Something like that, yeah. It's like Britney Spears back in the day, but he disagreed with me. And none of them will remain classics. Hit Me Baby One More Time is still around. And what year did that come out? Holy shit, great point. Great point. 
1998. Ariana Grande, oh, that was almost, more than 20 years ago. 20 years from now, are you, uh, what's, what's the best song about Ariana Grande? I don't even know the words to one single Ariana Grande song. I think Thank You Next is going to be one of those. I still get that about girls love that song. I think that's going to be one of them. Uh, Break Up With Your Boyfriend, it's going to be another one. Excuse me, Break Up With Your Girlfriend, that's going to be those songs, those are those monster tracks. AJ, I don't even know what you just said to me. And I'm not even talking about a possible concussion I might have. I legit don't know what you just said to me right now. Because you were too busy getting dragged off by your wife on the honeymoon around, like dragging you around like oh. a lap dog. I was exploring the world like the champ that I am, like Mr. Hollywood that I am. You're just jealous, my man. What was your vacation? A vacation to, to like, the Hudson River or something? Is that, is that a vacation for you? Uh, it was actually Chicago with uh, two porn stars. So That's disgusting. I, I thought it was amazing, but we Tra- have our own definition. So. Travel the world, why don't you? I traveled a lot that weekend. That's You're going with these poor porn stars. I got to hang out with you, man. See, thank you. You get it. You see, that's. You love Chai Town too. I like Chai Town. I like porn stars too. What about Venice? What about Greece? What about Montenegro? The beautiful places in the world. What does Chicago have? The Sears Tower? I don't even think it's called the Sears Tower anymore, right? It has some nice hotel rooms. That's all I pretty much. Oh, stay in that hotel room. I'm done with you. I'm done with this conversation. I'm out. With porn stars, well. Yeah, you see. White one another white claw kid over here, so Oh snap. You think you drink Yes what Stella's alright, but you know that's when he, you know, me and it, when me and him settle things and we'll go for a drink, we'll see if he can set up up and nature with AJ Pan. Let's uh, get that drink we talked about. Talk about these porn stars some more. I mean yes, uh, I gotta hang out with you some more off. Yes, let's go finish all this stuff and we'll go get a drink. And like man, let's not have this white claw bullshit. Stone claw white. What is that? That's what twenty year olds on Instagram are drinking on their fake yachts. Get out of here. Let's go sit in a bar like men, have a cigar, and pound some scotch. Whiskey neat. Yeah, you do. Yeah, we'll do, I'll have scotch. Okay. But it's still, we're both, those are both men's drinks. Absolutely. Yes. Not you know, white claw. White claw. What is that stupid? I smell like peach. <laughs> I, That's what I, I smell was. The only time I want to smell like that is, you know, from a girl's perfume. Point stars perfume, right? Oh, they, yeah, they smell like cherry, peach, lemon, all that. I hang out with you. I got to hang out with you. Yes, you do. Oh, that pretty much wraps things up here in the Bronx, New York, for BCW's 25 and counting. What a night of action. Match after match of great matches. These guys delivered, and women delivered in the ring. Fantastic night all around. Although I think everyone's leaving and scratching their head of what just happened. Is the East Coast Syndicate done? Does Hasujin squad? Is Mark Schwann okay? A lot of unanswered questions. Like I said, what a great night. Crowd just finished filing out. We're back here at September 27th. We're fight for it, three. Again, what a successful, great night of action here. So everybody here at BCW, I have been at Maka J. Putty. Again, remember, I'm off for the next two weeks. I get to sit back, relax, and try to soak in what just happened. So until episode 179, Putty, yup. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>